Where we kick ass. Two. One. Hey, Sequoia. I'm Zoe from Digital Productions with yet another awesome podcast coming your way. I'm here this morning with my co-host, Josiah, and our special guest. Josiah, how's it going? And would you like to introduce our guest? I'm doing great, especially because this is my first podcast. So today we have Mrs. Lisa Barron from our Sequoia Boys and Girls Club. Welcome, Miss Lisa, and let's get this party started. Well, welcome, and it's great to hear from you guys. Zoe and Josiah, I haven't seen you in a long time. I'm so happy to be seeing you and having this meeting. So, Miss Lisa, can you, tell, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with the BGC? Well, I was born in Washington, D.C. I was an Air Force brat, and at eight years old, my parents moved to California. We lived in Westlake Village when the houses were only $32,000 and mortgage payments of $50. That was nice. Um, I went to Agora High, and I was on the gymnastics team. I competed there and got a scholarship to Long Beach State and got a degree in kinesiology. I really thought I wanted to be a PE teacher, but I love gymnastics and dance. So I was a gymnastics coach for quite a while from Monarchs and then up the hill a mile and a half from here at the California Cartwheel Center for a long time. Then all of a sudden I got this position to be the director at the Boys and Girls Club at Sequoia, the first one there. And it was great because I knew so many kids in the community because I'd been in Newberry Park for so long and my main focus is relationships with kids, not just gymnastics. So that's a little bit about me. Wow, that's really interesting, especially the part about how you were gonna be a PE teacher. <laughs> For those in the community who may not know much about the BGC, could you please share with us your mission in the BGC's vision? Our mission, and I'm gonna have to read it, but I'm really sorry because it's pretty long, but, um, our mission at the Boys and Girls Club is to have the lives of young people and their families by providing a positive environment that cultivates academic, healthy lifestyles, good character, and citizenship. Our core values are fun, integrity, passion, and equity. Our values are to make positive difference in children's life, and we dedicate our programs to the kids and we get feedback from you guys, because you guys have been at the club, to what kind of programs we should have at the club. Our vision is to make a positive difference by having passion of volunteers and staff met up, dedicated to understanding more about our kids and realizing their potential to guide them towards great futures in order to, to provide the kids in the community with programs that are engaging, meaningful, we talk to our members and we apply these programs and values. Yeah, I, I really do feel like you guys like connect with all of us at the Boys and Girls Club. I know I've connected with a lot of you. And I'm also guessing that it's on probably most people's minds right now is continuing to be safe with COVID. So what are some steps the BGC takes to ensure members are safe while using your facility? Well, Chloe, that's a great question. And um, March 19th, when school closed, we still stayed open and we were open for first responders. So we have never closed down. And um, 
Yeah, it was really scary at first, but we were following the CDC guidelines. We take the temperatures of kids and we ask them questions about their health and their family's health. We also have all the kids wearing masks. And yes, it's a very difficult thing for them to do because their nose shows a lot. And I have to say, pull up your mask or you look like Pinocchio. But it's really important the mask six feet apart and we're in cohorts. So as soon as they get here and after they got in their temperature, wash their hands, they go to their cohort. They are with that group all day. So they can't cross paths with any others. And then once we switch rooms, it is totally clean. We're washing hands constantly that you get old ladies' hands like me. And um, that's what we do to stay safe. So far, so good. We haven't closed our doors yet. That's great that you guys are, are always taking measures to stay safe. I'm also a member of the BGC, and I'm looking forward to when we can all come back to campus on November 16th. My favorite part of the BGC is definitely the music room because I can really just go in there and clear my head and play some music. And can you tell us what a typical day looks like for the kids who attend the club? Well, a typical day is way different now than when it used to be. And that's the challenging part for me. Um, we used to come in and have our morning group, lunch club, after school enrichment programs, music. Now with COVID, we have to be extremely careful. So now our typical day starts off with the kids being in their cohorts from 8.30 to 12, as well as 1 o'clock to 3.30. And then there's class time that they do either in the morning or the afternoon. Lunch, they go to school to get a free lunch, come back here. They're still with their cohorts. Um, sitting six feet away. I know you guys think this isn't fun, but we've made it fun somehow. It's a lot of, it's challenging. And then after 3.30, we do different enrichment classes that are safe for you guys. What seems to be the most popular activity for the members right now? Well, of course, we always have our sprout ball and dodgeball, but we have to use a lot of hand sanitizing. Like after they do a round, they have to sanitize. Another round, sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. In fact, we, I sanitize so much that my new perfume is Lysol. But another favorite activity is, you guys know I'm a gymnastics coach, so I teach gymnastics, but I'm strictly using the vaulting board now because of COVID. They also like to do a lot of the different art projects, clay, 3D art, making items out of popsicle sticks, um, then that game they like to play, the live, we do the live version of Among Us. I know the kids, we're, we're letting them use their phones after school when they're done with their cohorts, I mean, done with their Zooms. So they sometimes do the version of Among Us on their phones, but we've set up the NPR so they can do the live version and I've been involved in that game and it's been really, really fun and creative for the kids. Yeah, that does seem really fun. I also love playing Among Us. It's one of my favorite games. I've also been a member too since fifth grade, actually. And my favorite activity is playing Magic the Gathering and doing homework with my friends. Power Hour has been really helpful for me too. I can ask questions about any subject and you guys and the you guys, staff members can answer it. 
I think most people that go to the Boys and Girls Club can agree with me. Can you tell us a little bit more about Power Hour and why you think it's important? Okay, well, Power Hour is um, doing your homework, actually, and also being organized, um, teaching the kids organizational skills, and also finding out um, some of their weaknesses and how to strengthen those because everybody learns a different way. So Power Hour has been quieter, believe it or not, Zoe. We have been quieter um, so they could help at the club with their homework as well as we have all the books at the club and we have computers. We also have a lot of different materials if they have school projects to do, they can do it right at the club. We had somebody that when school closed was attending the Boys and Girls Club and they had a huge like project that was a video that they had to do. So they were able to make a costume, a face for them out of clay and then video it. And it was really, and they used our green screen and it was turned out to be a great project. I think that power is a really great idea because I'm able to just focus on my work without any distractions. So Miss Lisa, what is uh -huh. your favorite event that the BGC holds and why? Um, I have a lot of them. Um, our Thanksgivings that we did, and you guys remember, we put out bags for the parents to put um, stuff for families of foster children and foster families. So we collect all the items, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and then we bring them over to James Storehouse, which is in Newberry Park, which also supplies the community foster homes with a variety of clothes, everything from sleepwear, socks, underwear, food, you name it. So getting that stuff, and one time I brought the group over to James Storehouse and delivering it is just really the best thing in the world. I also like our torch club, which Zoe was in, and we do fundraisers and we plan all of our events, like our Halloween, our winter break fun, our spring break, party and then we have these amazing parents that bring in all the food so that really is a great experience because such wonderful kids and wonderful parents helping out all the time yeah I think that Torch Club has always it's like always been really fun and enriching for me and talking about favorites what's your favorite part of being the director at the BGC I have this problem I love kids so um building relationships with you guys and watching you guys grow up and uh, make changes. And that's my favorite thing about being at the club because a lot of you guys come back and you're volunteers for me and then you become staff and you're usually my best staff because you know the program, you know me, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs> and um, it's just amazing. It's amazing, especially when the kids come back. So the relationship with kids. And I miss you guys. I also miss you too. I loved being at the Boys and Girls Club. It was one of my favorite parts of the day. Aww. And those are all great reasons to love your job as director. And seeing how you interact with the students and staff, I can tell you really love your job. But with all the jobs, there are things that can be stressful. What are some challenges you face as the director of the BGC? Um, well, the challenges now are from COVID. And that is activities, not being able to do a lot of them for safety reasons. 
And that is huge. And making sure kids are six feet away. In fact, I had a first grader make up a song called Six Feet Away because I kept on saying it. But in the past, it was just helping the kids pull up their grades, but the school administration, the teachers, and the counselors, and the parents of the children always came together, and we all worked together to help their grades come up. Um, of course, we didn't get everybody's grade up, but the fact that we had support from the school and the parents was huge. Yeah, it seems like being the director in these times has really made it harder with all with everything happening and trying to stay safe. And on to a new question. One of the things that I really like is that all the staff at the BGC are always offering to help me out. How do you always choose the best staff? And are students able to help out or volunteer? Choosing staff is an interesting process because it's been changed now. So um, in the past, I used to get them interviewed. Now it goes through the administration and they have to look at all the paperwork and do that. And they send them out to us and then we do um, have them work with the kids to see how they do. Um, so we like staff that is, they're animated, funny, goofy, talented in many areas, love kids, can engage in conversations with any kind of kid. And that's how we pick them. But usually a good part of my staff are my volunteers, which used to be my members. So that's a great thing. And you can become a volunteer when you're going into 10th grade and then volunteer at the club and use those hours to show for school and put it on your college applications as well. Wow, that sounds really great. I'm sure I'm gonna volunteer in 10th grade as well. And I always feel like I can talk to the staff if I have any questions about anything. And so I'm sure funding can also be a nightmare, especially with all the great programs, camps, and activities you provide students. Do you do fundraisers to help with costs? Yeah, we do. We're kind of in a really bad situation now because of COVID and we cannot have as many kids as we used to have. Um, and everything's changed so much that fundraising is really, really important. We do have a gala every year, and we had ours virtual this year, which was different, but we were able to raise some money. We have people writing grants all the time, but we're needing donations and everything like that. Um, this year, they had me try out for the Maytag Leadership Award, and for some unknown reason, I think God had a big part of it. Somehow I won, so that was $20,000 in um, for donations for the Boys and Girls Club, and I was supposed to go to Orlando, Florida in May and do a Boys and Girls Club big national conference, but I didn't get to do that, but we did get the money, so that's cool. Yeah, that's great that you got that much money to help support the Boys and Girls Club. And so I'm pretty sure you answered this in the previous statement, but are there any ways families and the community, community members can uh, help maybe like through donations? Yeah, we're asking for donations all the time. We just got a huge donation of school supplies and then sports equipment. Um, we do take used stuff, but it depends on what it is. Um, one time, my, one of my staff, Leslie, took some golf donations, and I came back to the whole learning center filled up with golf clubs. 
So we're kind of like sometimes if it's golf clubs, we might only ask for a few, not the whole thing. But we do take donations so they can call our club at any time and see, tell us what the donations are and we will take them. And we also take money donations as well. That's great that the community can help out and donate. So. Yeah, we, I do want to say one more thing about donations. The Gala 2 is really our Stand Up for Kids donations, and that's for our scholarship kids. Um, we scholarship the kids, and that has helped so many parents be able to have their kids at the club. Right now, I'd have to say three-fourths of the kids here are on scholarships. You know, donations are a very valuable thing for the Boys and Girls Club to have. So we have to ask... Which BGC is your favorite and why? No pressure. <laughs> oh, well, that can be a tough one. But I'd have to say the Rocky and Lon Morton Boys and Girls Club at Sequoia Middle School. The administration teachers, kids, and everyone rocks. And this is the best place to be and being on campus with all you kids. That is a great answer. And if there's anything else you'd want to share with us before we, um, before we hear from our studio audience, your time's now. Um, I'd like, just like to share that we are, are open during school. We have before school. We have, if you're on campus right now in the morning cohort, you can come to the club for an afternoon cohort. Um, we'll be open until 5, so we have different things for kids to sign up for. And I've seen the kids that like a group of kids this summer that didn't really care for each other, all bonded together because they were in the same cohort and stuck with each other. And it was really amazing to see and a great experience. So come back, you guys. Does anybody okay. have any questions from our studio audience? Uh, I have one question. Uh, how do they split the cohorts? Um, we do it in terms of A and B. So when school started, we'd have the A's um, split together and they would be split together in terms of their grades, like first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, seventh, and eighth together. And then these would be the same. So that way, when everybody was on a Zoom, everybody in that cohort would be on a Zoom at the same time. So I have a question, which I posted in, the, in, our, in our Zoom chat, which obviously nobody wants to ask. I was just curious, you, you mentioned, Lisa, about um, scholarships and stuff. So how does that work? So if a, if a family is interested in having their, their student uh, attend the Boys and Girls Club, you know, do they talk to you first, or is there like a form, or you know, how do, just how does that whole thing, how does that work? Okay, for the scholarships, yes, they do talk to me or and or Jacob, and they have a paper to fill out. It's a sliding scale. Um, they then fill out a paper and they show us their tax returns and two pay stubs in a row. Um, and then we need to get a, approved by our administration. But that's the process, and it takes about one to two days for it to happen. Where can people go to to get more just information about the club offerings or for like you know camps that you have? I don't know if you're even gonna be able to do camps right now. You know, no, we did we did do summer camp. We're open all summer. 
um, information they can get coming to the club, but right now we're not letting um, people come inside. We'll come out with our masks and talk to the parents about it. And then we do have our website, bgcconejo.org. So any club, we have eight clubs from Calabasas all the way to Newberry Park. And also, I want to know if you guys, since COVID's up, are you guys kind of scared coming to the club? I'm excited because I, ha I haven't seen many friends, but at the same time, I do get a little scared because you always want to be safe and you always want to be make sure you're wearing your mask. Yeah, no, so we've been really, really safe and blessed that just, you know, it's been working. Um, so I just want people to know that, you know, I'm a mom and I still act like a mom to the kids, right, Zoe? And um, we've been having fun and doing great things and we just love to see you guys back at the club. Yeah, I'm also really excited to come back. And I think that with you guys' safety measures, I think it would be pretty safe, but we still have to like, be cautious. With people being able to go back on campus soon, are you guys going to be letting everybody go back to the BGC or is it only a certain amount of people? Um, we can only take a certain amount, but we still have availability for signing up because we have different programs you can be in like we're open before school we're open during like co an a.m and a p.m for the cohorts and then we're open after school we do not have a lunch club because that would be not safe but there's different variety of things you guys can do and it's great just to get together with your friends and see everyone and hang out safely well, Miss Lisa, we really appreciate you taking the time to share more about yourself and the Boys and Girls Club. And this is Josiah and Zoe signing off. Thank you guys so much. You're awesome.